0: Welcome to another episode of Live Till 5. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. On this Friday, June 16th, 3:04 p.m., broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio, KHMG 88.1 FM. Glad to have you with us today. Maybe you're listening on the radio dial at 88.1 FM. Half a day to you, listening locally. You could be listening online, khmg.org. You can listen to a live stream or you can download podcasts, including the podcast of this show. Haffa day to you as well. Let us know you're listening. Find us on Facebook, Harvest Family Radio Guam. You can follow us and leave us a comment. Give us a little thumbs up there. You'll find a number of our different programs uploaded as we produce them. So you can click on the little link there and listen through our Facebook page, takes you to our website. It's a great way to uh, stay in touch with us. You can also send us some personal messages. Let us know what you think about this show and other shows that we produce here. Give us ideas and constructive feedback. We appreciate that. It's hot outside. It's got to be in the 90s right now. Heat index has got to be close to 100. I'm checking the weather right now. For you guys out there in radio listener land maybe you're sweltering are you sweltering today it's 86 degrees according to my weather app here feels like 98 degrees right now humidity 75% Woo. that that reminds you of uh, the humidity and air temperature of maybe like a uh, sauna or a Turkish steam bath, or a, maybe a giant pot of soup. I'm, I'm not sure. That is a hot day, so make sure you're staying hydrated and out of the sun. matter of fact, our topic of the day is going to be summertime, and I'm going to give you some tips on how to prevent skin cancer. As I was telling Chris, talking about skin cancer is always a hoot, just cheery Friday afternoon topic, but hey, if it prevents it, that is a good thing. So Glad to have you with us today, live till five. We've been doing this now for 220 episodes, so over four years, almost four and a half years now, we've been on the air from 3 to 5 p.m. every Friday afternoon, live, local, talking variety right here at KHMG. It's intended to entertain you a little bit, to be informative, to be edifying in your Christian walk. We want it to be a great alternative for you. There are a lot of things you could be listening to as you drive about or sit at your desk or download as a podcast. We hope that this offers kind of a a light variety for you, a a nice option. And as a Christian looking for something that's clean but humorous, we want to provide that for you. Now, it is the month of June. It is June 16th. And in the month of June, there are a number of observances, including but not limited to, it is uh, National Dairy Month, National Fret fresh fruit and vegetable month, iced tea, migraine and headache awareness, papaya, pest control, pet preparedness, rivers, rose safety, scleroderma awareness, seafood, smile, soul food, and steakhouse month, to name a few. June, there are a lot of observances. This week in June, uh, we are wrapping up Brain Tumor Awareness Week. And we're also wrapping up Aphasia Awareness Week, but we're going into Animal Rights Awareness Week. America's Cup Finals is this weekend, and then, of course, next weekend. We are also going into Dollars Against Diabetes Days this weekend. And then we have a couple other special observances that in the weeks of June, including just— uh, wrapping up the National Automotive Services Professional Week, so Go Hug a Mechanic Day, basically. Flag Week ends tomorrow. We're in the middle of National Hermit Week. Not sure what that is. Lightning Safety Awareness starts this week. We're ending the National Little League Baseball Week and National Men's Health Week. We are just started yesterday National Nursing Assistance Week. And then there are many other things. Old Time Fiddler's Week starts this weekend as well, and uh, many other things. And then today, being June 16th, some of the special observances for June 16th are, uh, let's see here, Fresh Veggies Day, International Day of the African Child, Ladies Day in Basketball, National Flip-Flop Day, those are Zoris for all of you listening here on Guam, National Fudge Day, Ugliest Dog Day. And work at home Father's Day. Tomorrow, eat all your veggies day. National Apple Strudel Day. I could get into some Apple Strudel. Anyway, uh, National Hollering Contest Day. Hollering like uh, when you're yelling, but you're hollering. Polar Bear Swim in Nome, uh, Alaska. Stewart's Root Beer Day. Stewart's makes a superior root beer and cream soda, by the way. Uh, let's see here. World Juggling Day is tomorrow, and Worldwide. Knit and crochet in public day. So if you see some people out knitting and crocheting tomorrow, and that's not a normal occurrence, that's because tomorrow is actually a holiday for that. Sunday, Family Awareness Day, Father's Day. Don't forget, Go Fishing Day, Husband Caregiver Day, International Panic Day, Picnic Day, Sushi Day, Cheesemaker's Day, Cherry Tart Day, and Splurge Day. So if your dad is also a caregiver who likes to picnic, and while at picnics, likes to eat sushi, make cheese, and eat cherry tarts. What a great day. You can splurge on him, and then you're celebrating like eight different observances all on the same day. Monday is Garfield the Cat Day, Juneteenth, and uh, Ride to Work Day on motorcycles. Oh, it's also World Sauntering Day. So Monday, you should saunter into work, apparently. Tuesday, American Eagle Day. National Surf, International Surfing Day, Vanilla Milkshake Day on Tuesday, World Productivity Day, and World Refugee Day. The 21st, Uh, let's see here, Baby Boomers Recognition Day, Cuckoo Warning Day, the final summer day. Uh, Let's see here, what else? National Dog Party Day, Peaches and Cream Day, and Selfie Day Day. Some people, every day is Selfie Day. The 22nd, Baby Boomers Recognition, Global Smurfs Day, HVAC Technician Day, National Chocolate Eclair Day, National Onion Rings Day, 23rd, next uh, Thursday, Drive Your Corvette to Work Day. I mean, hey, let's all celebrate that. Uh, Eat at a Food Truck Day is coming up this week, and I think Grinds and Finds is this weekend, by the way, here on Guam. National Pecan Sandy Day, and uh, Pink Flamingo Day, so there you go, a lot of fun days, fun observances during the month of June. And uh, those are just a few. Now, of course, for one of my favorite segments. The Buck Stops Here. Words of wisdom from the desks and walls of many a successful person, including but not limited to theologians, politicians, politicians, Elder statesmen, presidents, and barons of industry. This author was an American novelist, short story writer, essayist, and poet. Herman Melville, born in a large, well-respected literary family in New York, 1819, attempted to support his family by working various jobs from banking to teaching school, however, It was his adventures as a seaman in 1845 that inspired Melville to write. In 1851, he completed his masterpiece, Moby Dick, or The Whale. Considered by modern scholars to be one of the great American novels, the book was dismissed by Melville's contemporaries, and he made little to no money for the effort. It wasn't until the 1920s that the literary public began to recognize Melville as one of America's greatest writers. And you know what he had on his desk to remind him of where his center was. He had a little plaque that said, keep true to the dreams of thy youth. Keep true to the dreams of thy youth. Herman Melville. And that is The Buck Stops Here. I love reading about, learning about what motivates people. What are some of the things that, people put in front of themselves to remind themselves of where they came from or what they need to be focusing on and so that was very interesting. That's one of the older quotes uh, the Herman Melville quote there. So I think what we're going to do is take a short break. When we come back we're going to have a little more Live Till 5 including some Stranger Than Fiction, some idioms a new segment called Joshin' Around and more. So stick around more Live Till 5 after this short break. with a little more live till 5. It's 3.18 p.m. on Friday, June 16th. Feels like 100 degrees outside, folks. Our theme today is summertime because we are in full summer swing today. And uh, glad you could be with us today. We're positive about the summertime. Things change in the summertime. The schedule changes, the pace changes, and we enjoy the change of pace hoping that this is a fun time for you as well get to make some good family memories maybe you're able to spend some time with the radio on where you might not normally be able to do that because of your school year schedule the kids are out of school right now if you have any and uh, our school teachers many of them are traveling or not doing their normal school routine one of those Teachers is no stranger to live till five, and that's uh, Josh Taylor, also the father of the young man who said, I'm the king of the cannibals on the radio show, just so people have a little context. That is Devin Taylor, who's one of the super fans of this show, and Josh, of course, we're going to start a new segment today for the summertime. Are we calling it Josh Around? It's up to you. You got you're the one that I sent you
1: the uh, sent you my list. Let me let me read here yeah, the read list them. that I gave to you of uh, you said You said the one thing that you needed was a catchy name. Yes. And that's I said, right. okay, here we go. You got Taylor's tidbits. Yes. You got just Joshin, my first name's mm-hmm. Josh. Yes. Yep. Joshin Around. And then the one you never responded to was, I was just going to call it, My Midlife Crisis. Because I i, I had scheduled...
0: I'm already using that for for the whole show. That's kind of like our theme for the whole year. Yeah. You know, we set out a theme for Harvest. This is like the theme for the show is so Midlife this is, Crisis. So this is one of
1: those where uh, I went through the same issue with my son, Devin, when we started our podcast. Mm-hmm. Episode one, what are we calling this? Yes. And... Uh, he said yes to pretty much everything that I gave him, so we had to we had to put it off for a what week. What did you
0: end up uh, landing on?
1: Uh, we ended up on the Dev and Dad podcast.
0: The Devin? The Dev and Dad. Dev and Dad podcast. Dev. His name nice. is
1: Devon, and I call him Dev, or I call him Devster, or Devo, mm-hmm. but hey, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today, is nicknames.
0: Nice, nice, great uh, segue, which is very important also when you have your own... Uh, segment uh to a radio broadcast especially one as popular as this that's how we handle things in the biz is we have segues we have nicknames we do and a number of things announcements that and
1: ladies and gentlemen yes i have announcement the newest member of the taylor backyard family is about to hatch that is awesome went back there Checked out our our chicken, which we named Goliath. Yes, uh, because we got her earlier than we got the other chicks. The other chicks, their mom got eaten by a dog, uh, so we had her <laughs> already. She Goliath, because she had been. Yeah, we, we don't details. Okay, details. Uh, but we found her about two weeks before we found this other set. Uh, she had been abandoned by her mom and found her, took her home, and so she was a lot bigger than the other ones, So she was a Goliath, and so she was beating up on all of them. Uh, and, but now. She uh, has her own—we I, I, ate all the other eggs that uh-huh. she laid, uh, and I said, you know what? Here's one. You can keep one, uh-huh. and so I, uh, right now you can check it out. I, I put the uh, picture up on my Twitter. Maybe you can uh, retweet it there, but oh, it is—and yeah. um, uh, she is about—the the egg has cracked. You know how the, oh, the, yeah. the baby
0: chick like poked through? Did you hold it up to a light or something so that you knew? That doesn't
1: work uh, I don't have the right light. You know,
0: they call it candle lighting. Yeah. Right, yeah.
1: And when uh, I just didn't have a flashlight powerful enough to make it through all of the chicken poop that was on the outer layer uh-huh. of the yes. egg. So it just didn't work out. Uh, so, But it takes about three weeks, so we kind of knew this week at some point in time uh, it was going to hatch. And so Annabelle went and checked this morning, and nothing. And then I went and checked this afternoon before I came here, and the the beak was sticking through. And you could hear oh. you could hear it chirping from the inside. Cool, but I didn't do that whole. I know, like, if if you help caterpillars out of their cocoon, you can actually kill them because then their their wings don't uh, fully they, they don't they don't build up their muscles. I don't know if that's true with chickens or not, but pretty much, I was just too lazy to help her crack it open, so I was like, deal <laughs> with it, kid.
0: You want to get out? You want you you don't want you don't want to impede its strength. You know, this, this is how it grows. I oh, mean, man, I'm just man, tellin- You don't want to spoil it I'm tellin- from day I'm one. You, it is. The, the expectations will be like off the charts. The
1: coolest thing is going up to Goliath, the, the mother hen. And I mean, they are demonic when they have their chicks around. Incredible. <laughs> like pterodactyl mode, where you get near and just. Aah! She attacked me. Her last litter, she attacked me. I actually broke her leg so, on accident because so, she came at me and I had to kick her off. And then she couldn't
0: move. Are you looking for sympathy? Because you did eat all of her other um, (laughs) progeny.
1: Here's the deal. Okay. I'm I'm actually holding a grudge against her because she only lays four or five eggs before she goes broody. And then she wants to lay on her eggs and hatch them. There was one time where she laid nine eggs in the neighbor's yard and then she disappeared. Couldn't find her. I figured, oh, man, she's got another nest somewhere else. And so she's been hoarding the eggs for herself. I go over there, nine eggs. I'm like, woman, you've never done that for us on our property. <laughs> and so we took the eggs in yeah. and cracked. Uh, Bethany and Annabelle, the ones that did this, cracked one open. Oop, undeveloped chick. Oh. And But here's the thing. If it's one, you know it's going to be the rest of them. Right. Because there's a lot of roosters around here. But you know what? They just they kept on going. They kept on plowing through. I think they made it through four or five before they realized we should stop doing this because this is gross. <laughs> yeah. So then so, I just put them in the compost. Uh, because wow. that, by that time she had already put Bethany. The farm
0: life. That's yeah. uh. That's what, that could be a name of the segment is uh the Taylor Taylor's farm life. <laughs>
1: yeah, I no, I'm not not really into that. The uh, it's more of just the, the backyard dealings. So.
0: Mm, mm. And this is just a boonie chicken, by the way. This is not like one of those fluffy ones like they had down mm-hmm. at Inarahan Garden House.
1: There is a there's a workshop tomorrow at oh, the, at the Dedido, uh Farmer's Market. I was thinking of going because you, you can they'll – they'll teach you all the details of it. But if you – a Guam chicken, you're going to get between 50 and 70 eggs a year. You get a real egg layer, and you can get around 300. Wow. And that requires – an investment. Yes. I'm not doing that. Right. This is right, a chicken right. that I found. I said, right. "Here's where you lay the eggs. You better lay them there. You lay them in the yard's property, I'm going to eat them." Yes. "You lay them in not here, I'm going to eat them still, but it's yes. going to be a, you know."
0: Well, and you got to be careful cuz you'll get rats and snakes and everything if you get too many eggs going so. Yeah, yeah. We had a chicken laying eggs on top of a shelf behind our house and I would go and get them and we'd eat those. I'd yep. feed them to the kids, they didn't know it. And then one day I came out and it had been knocked off and then you'd find the shell cracked open and it was all gone. And I believe it's either a monitor lizard or a rat yeah. was getting to it. So. I found
1: a snake in there one time, but it wasn't big enough to be a threat because yeah. I think the, the chickens would have taken the snake out. Yeah, sure. But now her first batch that she had uh, about, uh, they were, uh, January 1st was when they, were, they hatched out. Uh, she had five eggs and three of them turned out to be hens, two roosters, but three got three hens and all three of them have now started laying. And they, I mean, the eggs that they lay when they're first starting, they are just tiny. Mm. They are basically your thumb plus a, plus a little bit more. They're bigger. But, but hey, now I've got hopefully three to four that'll lay eggs. But Goliath, she's not going to lay now again for another six to eight weeks because she's going to be taking care of this other baby chick. And uh, just so frustrating. I just want eggs. I want <laughs> eggs.
0: Well, so uh, I want eggs could be a, a name of this this segment as well. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm not even a big egg Josh guy, but...
0: wants eggs. Yes. <laughs> well, but it's an economic thing. So, okay, so <laughs> we we will hold off on making the final decision about the the name of the segment. But the idea is nicknames because there are some crazy nicknames out there. Why don't you? Uh, well,
1: here here's what I came across. Very cool. Uh, nicknames, of course. When I say nicknames, you you, you can think of what. I want you, you guys to sh- fill me in on, on some of the nicknames that your friends called you. Um, mm-hmm. The first one, and really the only real nickname that I was ever given by someone when I was on, in seventh grade on the high school soccer team. And my non-friends, who are the captains of the soccer team, they called me Mickey. Because my voice was so high, Mickey Mouse. What's <laughs> up, Mickey? And I was like, I don't like nicknames. I would not admit <laughs> and, to that and, on the radio. I didn't. So I was very anti-nicknames for a long time. Uh, But then as I became a teacher, I realized it's a fun thing and it's a way to give uh, my my class some unique ones. And I've had some doozies over the year, but I'm not going to get into them. Uh, I will give you – I'll go through my family. So my wife, Bethany, my mom actually gave her the nickname. And this is the one I could get into very big trouble with when I get home because it was – She's probably not listening. Before we were engaged – Yeah, but Devin is. Yes, Devin is. (laughs) And and Devin's listening in the living room where my wife is at. So Devin, distract mom uh the uh will start easy like annabelle her name my nickname i just call her ab so a for anna mm-hmm. b for bell yeah yeah which you would think pretty obvious yeah annabelle didn't figure that out for the first 11 years of her life uh so i don't even want to get into that don't even want to get into that why oh, does dad boy. call me ab uh just so easy working his way through the alphabet no uh devin pretty easy dev devo devster go with that uh rai name, uh r-a-i his last uh that's his first name Rye. And it just goes really well with Rye Guy. So I just call him Rye Guy. Or the, the book that I'm going to be writing about Rye is going to be titled Raising Antichrist. Uh, but <laughs> that's, that's a different one. Uh, then we have um, uh, uh, Stephen right now. With, with oh, Stephen, right. you got Steve, Stevo, Stefano. You got a lot of things mm-hmm. to go with, with that. Uh, Christina, uh, her actual name was Kersey, but we didn't know that for a long time. But Christina with a K. Uh, We think as far as we know, but it goes real well with special cake. You ever Mm -hmm. ever had that cereal? Yes, I have Uh, Then we got narlin who with narlin didn't want to call her Marlin, but narlin you got gnarly Narlonian, so that works out pretty good with her and then uh, uh, Some of the the other uh, children that we've had over the the years we had Akiva and she was in her her twos And so she was Kiva monster at the time Cyrus who was a very uh, He was a premature baby uh, when uh, when we do foster care, that's why you know mm-hmm. some of the children yes. we do yes. have and we yes. don't have. Okay, not. goes along with your whole
0: farm <laughs> thing. Yes.
1: Well, you know sometimes we got kids and sometimes we don't. Uh, but Cyrus, very a uh, couple of holes in his heart, so very underdeveloped. Um, but I wanted him to feel like he was uh, strong, and so I called him Cyrus the Great. So nicknames, a lot of fun. But then I came across this. You know, sports, obviously uh, the the big thing. Where you got your nicknames in boxing and in the, and the wrestling, of course. But, but Major League Baseball, they just tweeted this out yesterday. Major League Baseball, on August 25th through 27th, they are going to allow the baseball players to wear their nicknames on the back instead of their actual names. Wow. So that's pretty cool. That's
0: actually a smart marketing Uh, It is tool, I believe, because they'll sell more jerseys if someone has a really funny nickname, whatever.
1: Uh. So so before I get I got some some cool stuff, just some top sports nicknames and some of the history behind it. But when I had the chance to finally go to college and I was down, you know, your nameplate, Do you guys have a nameplate in here. I don't know no, no nameplates no No. Name
2: plates.
0: Have no. One, have I have one office outside office? my office door I, was, okay. I say my name on the radio it's all in the time. braille also I which I can't quite figure out why my <laughs> nameplate's in braille but, I
1: actually multiple times especially downstairs when I'm walking down the hallway I just close my eyes and I just, just take my them. finger over yes. the braille it's like oh that must be Pastor Joe's office yeah.
0: Well, I'm hoping in braille it's not a description of what kind of person I am, yeah. like, because I can't tell what the braille actually says. I'm yeah, not a braille.
1: So, so that part. But anyways, reader. when I was down, say big dope. Or something yeah, exactly. Like
0: that. Crazy. Do not enter. smells yeah. Smells funny in here. Yeah. you know.
1: So I came across the machine when I was at Northland. I uh, came across down in the closet one of those machines, and that's when I. I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to make my own nameplate from the scraps that I left behind. And then it's like, but I need a nickname for myself. It's really bad when you've got to n- come up with a nickname for yourself. But I did. So I went Taylorific.
0: So Taylorific. Taylorific. Okay. But
1: it's not something that really rolls off the tongue. And then everybody's like, well, is that with two R's or with two F's? I was like, that's ah, it's okay. So I don't want to get into the details. So then I just went um, JT. So, JT was my sixth grade class, JT at HCA. Yes. And I think is, that's even on your Twitter. That's my, right? my, my, yeah. my Twitter is J-tay HCA. which yeah. I, I posted that picture, and that was, yeah. I think, the first post I made in about I retweeted two weeks. it. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, our, yeah uh, I mean, I just retweeted on it on our, uh, about two weeks. H-c- I think that's the first time I've ever been retweeted.
2: So Well, <laughs> anyway. this one got two retweets. <laughs> yes, J-tay, he did yeah. it. I did it. Yeah.
1: Woo! So okay, what guys got to give me some nicknames before I get into yeah. some famous ones?
2: Give give you some like like
1: wh- yeah, what your what? your your nicknames. I, I had quite
3: a few growing up. Wow, right. um, I had let's see, we had if, with my uncle, he gave me Nico. I think it was the name off of some movie he liked. Uh, milk Nico curtain. was one, huh? <laughs> not
1: name off of a milk Curtain. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, and then we have Bash which mm-hmm. one of my friends in... in uh, Short you know, for Sebastian. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had uh, Sub-J. I don't know what that even means. Uh, but it was one of my uh-huh. it was senior choir members okay. when I was in high school. Okay. I was um, thinking
1: it was like a toddler saying, I want to go to a subway. No, no,
3: no. <laughs> um, I had Balsteres by my coach uh, for football. And he just thought... That was my last he name. You just got your yeah, last name <laughs> wrong. <laughs> uh, um,
1: Wait, that isn't your last name? No.
3: <laughs> um, and then I had Chen. Oh, my main one is Seabass. Is like, a lot of right. people call me that. Yep. Um, but someone called me Chen. Like, they wanted to call me Chen. I was like, why do you... Okay, um, you can call me that. I was like, why do you want to call me Chen? And they're like, because Seabass Chen. I'm, like, finishing. Seabass oh, Chen. Oh, Chen. Oh, I hi. see. Yeah. <laughs> so, it. I mean,
1: that's that's about... Th- that All would right. make a pretty good book, though. The title of the book, Somebody Called Me
2: Chin.
3: <laughs> yeah. I should make a book. I actually, yeah. I'll there you that. go. Somebody Called go, Me
2: Chin. That's my autobiography name. All right.
0: Chris, uh, you got any <laughs>
2: nicknames? I, th- guys in high school sometimes would say Harpster. Mm-hmm. Harpster. Because my last name is Harper, so they would yep. say Harpster. I don't remember any other nickname. I call you the all-around good guy. Yes. Here. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And radio station yeah. manager. But he's an all around <laughs> good guy. So
0: that's yeah. that. And that's, you know, that's the highest praise. Uh, you know, I so. always, so I always, when that. I
1: hear, because I've heard that many times with you saying yeah. that. And I'm always thinking, there's got to be something catchier than that.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> I
1: mean, come I say, on. Jared. It, was, it was a it's slow day.
0: Be. Uh, my, I've been called, well, JB for a long time. Because in, in the military, you get called by your last name. And then eventually, people get to know you. They start using your first name. JB just seemed to to roll off the tongue. So I've been JB for a long time. And then um, I've had at least three or four occasions in my life where people are like, you remind me of a friend back home named Moose. And these are different people, different. I remind them of someone named Moose. So it's just this weird, I don't know what would make me remind them of someone who reminds them of a moose. but So I've had the... Yeah, I guess the the privilege, I guess you could say, of being mistaken for someone who is nicknamed Moose, and then of course we named our kids different things. So you know, like um, uh, Kayla Joy, we would we would call her um, Kayla Bela. and then Andrew, we called him Hurricane Andrew or Andrew the Green Eyed Monster. And then Zachary, we call him Zacharonian Cheese. I always called him <laughs> when he was in
1: my sixth grade class. I called him Zach Attack.
0: Yeah, Zach Attack. We yeah. we still use that every once in a while. So the Zacharonian Cheese, I Zach call Attack, him, uh, Zacchaeus because he's Zacchaeus, not a wee little. There man. you go. No, he's just the opposite. <laughs> well, you
1: got your your royal shirt on. And yes, that, with moose. You know, yes. Th- that, it yeah. Well, now that's Mike a compliment. Moose. August, so moose. back in
0: the day, it made me very yeah. body image conscious.
1: And then <laughs> speaking of nicknames, uh, just joining us in the radio station is uh, my nickname for him has been spoiler alert. Oh yeah, uh, because go. <laughs> this goes back to this goes back to your first
4: year at Harvest. Dude, where, it was like ten days on island. You know what? It's, it wasn't even it's first still, year.
1: There's still tremendous bitterness in my heart right now.
4: Because, oh man, Captain!
1: Spoiler alert over here. Uh, I didn't know the, the rules back then. The the deal, of course, most of the, the college football games are played <laughs> Sunday during the morning service, and so it was just an unspoken rule, except for the fact that it had been spoken many, many, many times. Mm-hmm. That you don't Not mention scores of anybody's favorite team in yes. case they're taping it, and so no problem. <laughs> I'm with you know John Collier, uh, Zach Thompson. And I we we understand. Yep. We're all big big college sports <laughs> fan. No deal. It's all good. Michigan's playing Notre Dame. I got the bad boy recorded, and then I'm walking from the coffee shop <laughs> over to the auditorium, and no, you are
4: going to the FLC.
1: You were at the FLC. Oh, yeah. You were at the FLC. I am going. I see you, and I'm walking away. And he yells out across the blasted universe, Hey, Josh! Did you hear this score? <laughs> and I, of course, completely ignore him. I'm, right. I, now I'm right. walking faster. Right, yeah. yeah. And then he just yells he out, He the speed of sound.
0: One
1: Two <laughs> seconds left!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So But then I learned happens. the rule. Uh, yeah, now you know. <laughs> I, <Spoiler laughs> I did. Spoiler alert. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was. Well, and, uh, Kevin and Fuku called you Lair Bear for some reason. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I thought <laughs> only your wife called you that. <laughs> no, that's not
4: even something she says. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is nicknames. We're not talking about pet names. Okay? <laughs> there you Go. So continue on. Give us. Uh, give us well, uh, well, here, uh, some sports here you nicknames go here.
1: With I'm re- I'm reaching over by what I thought was the trash can, mm-hmm. but apparently that's your new computer. So yes. I don't want to. Uh, but. <laughs> we, <laughs> got, we got the bells. <laughs> got oh the bells. boy, oh, they're not back! The only one. There you go, Chen. Okay. Uh, uh, I tell you what, right here. These are my 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 classroom bells. Uh, this one right here, ring for T. There we go. Nice. All right. And nice do we have any uh, any all around good guys that are going to be participating? Chris, you want to play? Yeah, Chris. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna
0: right. we're gonna oh, actually he's... utilize more of our technology here because we have a setup now where we can have oh, man. almost have an infinite mics. number of microphones Future. or or six. <laughs> So uh really close to each we other. We can Six almost and see here. We
1: can almost play uh play five men on a couch there. Yeah. Chris or is, is on this room? one here. So I, did I hit the right button there, Chris? Barranger. So, okay, there me. we go.
0: I, I just I honest. just want to
1: get you uh I just want to get you warmed up a little mm-hmm. bit here with, okay. with uh with a couple of, of nicknames. For our listening
0: audience, this is a quiz and we all have bells in front of us that we can ring okay. ring in. This oh. is
1: this is these are all sports. Oh, Sports great. nicknames. Okay, so you should do tremendously well. Some from back in the day. So we have to say what sport but it is. Or uh, well or is it we're going to mix it up. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's multiple choice. Where yes. if Lawrence says it and it's wrong, and then Harper says it is wrong, and Jerry says it is wrong, that means it's not those choices. So that means you're oh, left with the other never one. Mind. Thanks. <laughs> uh, but uh, a couple of uh, cool things that I came across, uh, and I'm thinking you, you got your historical. You got your historical nicknames, of course, the Impaler. Um, You got Judas Mm -hmm. Maccabeus, the Hammerer, uh, because of the shape of his head, uh, those types of things. But right here, I've got the top 100. Sports names, and we are going to okay. go through every single okay. one of them. Okay. Even it's if only this, a two-hour show, but that's all right. Even if this is live till nine. Yeah, no, I'll just leave you here to finish <laughs> yeah, right. if, if I have <laughs> to hard. head out.
0: So, all right, uh, just I'm refing th- a soccer game at seven p.m. This, so, you know, that's all. This <laughs> that's first one,
1: thing. this this first one only made the, an honorable mention, and it's an X game person, an X game person. Wow, uh, that's my generation. And by this way. is don't even know. his nickname is his. So, there's another hint. His sure. nickname is the Flying Tomato. Yes, I hear that buzzer. Sean White. That is correct. Sean White who uh, his of course his sport is
0: Uh well, he's got two sports. He was yeah. a great he was a proficient skateboarder, but his favorite is snowboarding. Yep. And, aerial.
1: Uh, do you remember his his um brand new trick that he tried oh, in the Olympics? boy, was it mm. it was like Sorry.
0: the 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 it's like a 12 12- 12, 1280 mctwist or yeah, something you like go, that the McTwist, yeah, 1280, the yeah. mctwist 1280 mctwist <laughs> well all right what
1: we're gonna cut now i'm just gonna give you a Whoa. couple of the highlights here and then we're gonna get to the top 10 okay here's just a couple of the highlights ladies and gentlemen ranked number 93 and i really think wow. it should have been higher but his nickname was mr hockey uh, Lawrence, there you go first. Uh, Gordy Howe. That is Gordy Howe. Being oh, from Detroit, God. you should have definitely had that one, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is a uh, Bay. Uh, I'm sorry, NFL player. I have never heard of him, but Jared, this is just for you. His nickname. I'm sorry, his real name. We're going real name. You can be, his real name is Daryl Johnson. Johnson got his moniker from a teammate of the Dallas Cowboys. Johnson was also the first fullback ever elected to the Pro Bowl, a position officially recognized by NFL. I wonder what his nickname is. Hmm.
4: Yes. Probably the Moose. Exactly. <laughs> Are you kidding
1: me?
0: I was I, trying to think of something Chiefs I'm related. To, I'm, I'm like, I don't s- think he played this, for the Chiefs. Just he just was a Dallas I'm trying to so say. Like, Sorry. Just, I, I, I don't had, want to be vain about these nicknames. I, had you know? no. I didn't think about <laughs> That's myself That's who they were first. thinking of, probably the when they see you. Right? He's
4: a big yeah. old fullback. Yeah. That's it.
1: NBA now. NBA. Sebastian, this is your specialty, right? Sure. All right. Just call me Chen. NBA. Nickname. The answer.
0: There we go, Allen Iverson.
1: Spoiler alert!
0: <laughs> I thought a, he was the choker. Like, who's, who's
2: who's keeping? No, that was, that Latrell, was Sprewell. Latrell Sprewell. Latrell that's Sprewell. Sprewell. That's
0: right. Okay, yeah.
1: right. here we go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, who's keeping score here? It's
0: three to one. Okay.
1: Uh, do you have any actual evidence of that?
0: I just I'm keeping uh, it in, in my right, head.
1: Good. This one we're going back into the olden days. I remember this individual because just looking at him on the court. Made me want to put on knee braces as well. His nickname was the Chief. Boston Celtics.
0: Oh boy, Robert Parrish. is correct. Yes. Yep.
1: Robert Parrish. Yep. I mean, do you remember how many? They was just doing a documentary
0: about him yesterday. Nope. Yep.
1: Not to mention the fact that he looked like he was 97 years old out there. But <laughs> it... he
4: was in his 40s when he played for the Bulls. Now,
1: now here, there's a couple places you Seven could feet go. Tall. A couple places you could go with this one. One is an MLB player, or one is a football player, nicknamed the Rocket. Yes, Josh Jared.
0: Uh, he's the pitcher for Boston. You Roger want, Clemens. There you go, Roger Clemens. Go. I had or to talk my way through. a it. bonus
1: <laughs> point, could you name the NFL player named The Rocket, played for Notre Dame? Rocket. Oh. Rocket. Rakim Ishmael? Rocket Ishmael. Oh, yeah. so there Correct. you go. Okay. So I don't remember his first
2: name, though. What is it? Rahim or yeah, Rakim something like that. or something? Uh, yeah. So, you have to yeah. Split. so it's one no, to no, two no, to no, four. No.
1: You got a half a point, half a point. Oh, okay. Sorry, All right.
0: One and a half to four to half. <laughs> I don't or think if you prefer here.
2: to <laughs> think of it, point 0.5. He played point for five. the Toronto Argonauts in the CFL, yep, CFL. for a period wow. of time.
0: That's like an obscure. C- you know a lot about Forget that guy. You just Forget dominated the I am, obscure facts. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: yeah. I have just... Up that to a full point. Okay. <laughs> that
0: is a one level. to one and a half wow. to there four to zero there now, to zero. Don't we forget, we could, but you have a great personality. We can get Canadian football. Can we can get
2: Canadian football in Washington. This is why I know this. Oh, you right, can wow. get. Right. You got the Canadian. Well, see,
1: football. I, I'm thinking, Sebastian. The fact that you yourself personally had so many nicknames, eventually one of them's got to come up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, right. so, right. so, uh, we'll see. So, but I, uh, I don't belong here. This time, I'm going to give you the name, and you give me the nickname. And this individual could have had several, but I want the number one primary nickname for Hank Aaron. Chris?
2: The Hammer. Oh, you are. Ham- Hammerin'. There you go. That's what hammering they Hammerin' Hank. Yeah, hammer-
1: hammering, hammering Hank Aaron. Here we go. Ready?
2: Two to one. This half
1: one, I'm going to give you just his first name and his last initial. And I had no idea. And I still don't even know if this is But this comes from, from Bleacher Report, so we can blame them if it's incorrect. <laughs> His first name is Eldrick. Last initial is W. Tiger Woods. Is correct. Really? I did not know I that. I had no
4: idea. <laughs> I had a friend in high school who only referred to him as, as that. Eldrick. That's the only way I know that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Eldrick Woods. Here's, here's what they, they say from Bleacher Report. It says, while doing the research on why someone would name their child Eldrick, It was discovered the nickname Tiger was given to him by his father. That is just a tremendous... Why would someone name their child Eldrick? It doesn't matter. Here we go. Rich Gossage. And nine times... There you go.
0: Goose. Is Goose. Oh, yeah. The Goose is Loose. Yeah. All was right. That, you, is that was that Goss Goosage? Goss Goose, Goose, yeah, Goose, right. Goose, Goose Gossage. Goose, Goose, Goose Gossage. Good Gossage. Goose Gossage. Was he a uh, major indoor soccer league? Or what was he? What was no, he's sp- a uh, pitcher. Pitcher. Yeah, pitcher. Yeah, he's a pitcher. I think he pitched for old, Kansas City
1: for like one of the, a year. Yeah, one of the old school pitchers yeah. who yep. wants things to go back to the way it was. All right, Mike Tyson.
3: What about him? Sebastian, name the
1: sport. <laughs> he's got <gotten laughs> broken
3: <laughs> um I'm gonna have to go with boxing that
1: is correct yes. you, get, you get no points oh, you get man. no points
3: <laughs> I need to know his nickname come on just give me one
1: like you don't you, Mike Tyson his hands he hits like his fists are made out of uh, Ste- oh. mo-
0: uh, I need a buzzer. Well, you have an advantage. You're looking at yeah. the answers. You don't nobody know nobody You knows don't know that. Iron Mike Tyson. Iron oh, Mike. Iron oh, Iron yes. Mike Tyson. Iron Mike
1: Tyson. Oh. Wow. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Julius Irving. There you go, Jared.
0: Oh man. That's uh Julius Irving is uh uh Time's up, Dr. J. Oh, <laughs> there we go. I knew that. I just All right. Almost said Magic thing. Johnson. Here Sorry. we go. Whoa.
1: Here we go. Michael Jordan.
0: Lawrence, is that
4: me?
1: Now, spoiler alert over here.
0: <laughs> Air
4: Jordan.
1: Uh, yeah, you go with Air Jordan, or officially, if you want to show a little bit more respect, it was his airness. His airness. His airness. <laughs> okay, are you ready for the top ten? I think it's oh, five. He's not, he's not five any. to nope. two and a half no. to
0: three to one. Yep. Okay. Okay.
1: Here we go. The top ten. Here we go. I have one tiebreaker just in case it's needed. So, Sebastian, if you make a massive comeback here. Oh, here we go. See For that. our listening
0: audience, you're joining us in the middle of a quiz about nicknames.
1: Nicknames. Here we go. Number 10.
0: Who is
1: the Diesel? Lawrence. Kilo Is correct. Ladies and gentlemen, who is the Flying Dutchman? I would have had no idea on this except you think... One of the most famous baseball cards in all of human history, one of the earliest ones.
2: Honus Wagner? Is correct! Oh, wow. That's the, that's the, the card that went, card went for like 2 million. Me. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't know. He the was the I
2: didn't know that was his nickname. The Flying Dutchman. You just knew by the, okay. the baseball His his Wagner.
0: Wagner. Yes.
1: Wagner. Uh, I'm going to tell you what I have never heard of this individual that does not mean that you
0: have not. That means Chris is going to get it. But
1: all I need from you <laughs> is the sport that he played. Okay. His name was Elroy Hirsch, nicknamed Crazy Legs. Soccer <laughs> is, is
4: incorrect. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I think he was a baseball player. That is not a baseball player. Oh. Okay, we're running out of major sports All right, here. Hirsch. Football. More specific, please. Uh, Rugby. Uh,
4: n- no, um, the uh, I- XFL or n- indoor is Incorrect.
1: It is the NFL. Oh. Hirsch made his NFL debut for the Chicago Rockets before finishing career with the Los Chicago Angeles Rams. Rockets. Uh, All right, this one, advantage for those of you that like lots of nose piercings, the worm.
2: Dennis Rodney. Is
1: correct. He's
2: in North Korea right now. Yep. Is he really? Yes, yeah. he is. He's negotiating with Kim Jong un. Wow. See so, how
1: yeah, we, could, we could just end right there and go straight into this day in history. Yeah, we could. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of rockets. By someone the way. put on Twitter today <laughs>
0: the most disturbing thing you can buy on the internet right now is a Kim Jong un man romper. Oh. It's no. literally Kim yeah, Jong un's face. On a man romper. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Thanks.
5: <laughs> I don't know
1: if I possibly can. We after paint that. mental pictures. <laughs> I need some mental floss to get that one out of my mind. Here we go. Ready? Basketball player, nicknamed the human highlight reel because of his amazing dunks and had the best showdown with Michael. Dominique Wilkins. Is correct. Oh, that's right. No idea. Here we go. This one.
4: The fridge. Oh, I don't.
0: Wow, oh, it's so melodic. <laughs> yeah, I
4: can't think of his name now. Um, well, who did he play for? Well, the Bears. All right. And
1: oh, man. what
0: position was he? He was running back.
1: And that was they used him on the goal yeah, line. time, goal oh. simply for one yard touchdown runs.
0: Yeah, that's Ken like... Keith would be just going crazy. <laughs> right Ladies and gentlemen,
1: <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Somebody help me Robert out.
2: Perry is William Perry.
0: William, William Perry is William correct. Perry. William Perry. The, the fridge Perry. Name
1: yeah. the championship team. What year was that?
0: Nineteen eighty-five, the yes. eighty-five
1: Bears, or as we prefer,
0: the Bears. Bears. Did they beat the <laughs> Patriots Bears. that year? The Bears? They,
1: be? they beat everybody. They finished fifteen and one. Yeah, uh, they're
4: the only one. They were the closest to the Dolphins besides then. Mm-hmm. Was it the '08 mm-hmm. Patriots? All
1: right, you have to this time. I'm not. What are giving, we on number four I'm not, here? Not giving. We are at number four. Number four. His nickname: the Round Mound of Rebound. Chris Charles Barkley is correct. <laughs> oh yeah, the round mound uh, of rebound, and you can still find this individual now hosting bunch of knuckleheads. Hosting <laughs> that's what he always says. <laughs> hosting an NFL show, and they have their own segment named after his nickname, Dion Sanders. Hollywood is incorrect. Chris. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Prime
0: time. Prime time. That's right.
1: Now, here, I want to give you a little background for this next one because we're at number two. A little background. It says there are many different stories behind this person's nickname, but here's the most common. When this individual is coming up in the minor leagues, he moved so frequently through the ranks that he didn't didn't know very many of his teammates' names. Each time he reached a new team, he would simply shout out, say, hey, man, in order to get his teammates' attention. And so he became known as the Say Hey Kid. One of the greatest baseball players in history. Satchel Page Is incorrect. But I appreciate the effort.
2: Oh, I've heard this recently,
1: too. Famous for his basket catch running backwards, over the shoulder. Oh, right. Jackie Robinson. Rocket arm. No, 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 no. You are running out of players in Dude, the... <laughs> I think he rang him.
4: I,
2: I don't think I know that. Willie Mays. Willie Mays. Ah. The Say hey kid. The Say hey yes. kid. Yes, I heard it on a documentary. Recently. I've heard
1: it's of. Kind of I, I, I mean, I've heard him yeah, called the "Say yeah, Hey Kid" before. I had yeah. no idea why, yeah. but he just he progressed through the minors so frequently. I when he got to his that. teammates, he just says, "Say hey man." And this one, you have to give me. I'll give you a point for each person. For, I'm sorry for each nickname that you give me for Babe Ruth. The Babe. That's one the salt in the slot that's two oh, whoa. Whoa. Sebastian oh, thank you the sandlot <laughs> <laughs> the sandlot sand oh, are you oh, not entertained
0: <laughs> oh, wow that's great
1: he is on the board <laughs> give Ooh, it up yeah. buddy I, we need to put it together an actual scoreboard right now just so Sebastian now has a tally mark next to him <laughs> and there is there's one more there's one more and it actually became primarily the curse when the, the Red Bambino. Bambino. Yes. Oh. The great Bambino. Yeah, of course. The Curse of uh... the Bambino. Ladies and gentlemen, there are so many things you can go out there with nicknames. You can actually Google nickname maker and they can come up with your own yes, nickname.
0: Yes, we did that game Lawrence and I did recently and he became, he was like Senior Glitter Bottom or something <laughs> like that. So <laughs> I'm, sticking, I'm not joking. I'm sticking
1: yeah. with spoiler <laughs> alert.
0: It's true. <laughs> it's well spoiler guys, alert. thank you very much. We're going to take a short break. Thanks Josh. And uh, we'll go out with this little bumper come back, wrap up this hour. Then we have Sebastian's going to be actually doing another quiz for us, second hour with our topic of the day, summertime. So stick around. Short break. Be right back after this. last few minutes of this first hour of live till five here on khmg 88.1 fm glad to have you with us for this live two-hour broadcast here from khmg 88.1 fm you can always listen to this podcast if you ever miss it you want to share it with someone else like all your family and friends you can go to khmg.org and download the podcast and share the link with others we also produce a number of great quality programs not that this one isn't but some great quality programs Preaching and teaching programs. Find them there at khmg With this last three or four minutes before we uh, wrap it up, I have all the guys still here. And uh, Josh, what was it about your wife's nickname again <laughs> that we didn't want to? We didn't want to go out without I, saying this. And if Devin's listening, he should call your wife to the radio yes. right now.
1: I was. I want. I, I was a good six inches from the door. Yes. When I was about to make it out of here, and I would have been able to enjoy. Uh, Supper tonight and everything good, but now I, I do know where the sleeping bag is at, so yes. it's, it's all good. Okay. Because we got distracted earlier. Got distracted earlier from, I said I was going to come back to my wife's nickname, which was given by my mom. Again, it's nothing profane or vulgar. It's just no. It's very funny.
0: It's not Goliath. Because. That's the chickens. Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: Here, here's what it was. We came back. Uh, it was the first time that my uh, uh, wife, when we were dating, uh, she came home. Oh, we drew uh, drove from Northland back to my house for I believe it was Thanksgiving. I don't know if it was Christmas or Thanksgiving, but it was the first time I Bethany met my family, and we had gone up to Cass City, Michigan, which is where all of our extended family is. And of course, we ate at my dad's parents, and then we ate at my mom's parents, and coming back, and <laughs> my 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 mom says, "Does anybody want?" Because it was a two-hour drive back. We got back got back in the house my mom says "Zamie, we want anything to eat and bethany says sure i'll have something and then my mom just the sweet natured woman that she is said bethany you've been eating all day
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and i said
0: and if anyone knows your wife <laughs> yeah she's 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 yes. uh she would be on what we would call the slight side yes yes, yes. Okay. So,
1: so that's why it's so funny because then i just said mom Chunkers asks for some food, so you just got to give give Chunkers what she needs.
0: Oh, and, no. And so
1: that's what we – we. it's not enough. So old, you're – Chunkers.
0: It, let's spell this out for the audience. <laughs> C-H-U-N-K, like chunk, like chunky, like chunk, chunk. <laughs> and then E-R-S, Chunkers. And
1: so whenever we have our little spats and uh, – now, fortunately – Well, but if
0: we, you're not having one, all you got to do yeah, is lead off yes, with that. Yes,
1: yes. And, and then uh, – <laughs> but, but then when Annabelle came along – and there were some times where you know Annabelle was eating too much. I was like, "Well, we got our own little Chunkers Junior here now." So those—that's the one, <laughs> Chunkers and Chunkers Junior. Oh, uh, It—it see you see. I was so close to getting out you know, of here without but that story. It was oh, meant my. to
0: be, and now that I know that, I'm oh, actually no. going to change the the uh name in my phone directory to <laughs> chunkers taylor so anytime i get a text from her i will smile and remember this moment
1: <laughs> yes helping the foster care community one chunkers uh, at a time oh
0: so, boy that was just precious thank you very much josh yeah, for i sharing love you that, bethany
1: i love you sharing that uh i love our home very private <laughs> Oh, i love having sleeping bags as backups oh boy that
0: is just so funny well hey uh i'm looking forward to next week to see what other um uh, family secrets you reveal along with a few just uh, joshin we're just joshing. We're just, yeah, just joshin that's i don't even know where that phrase comes from but that's what we're doing we're just joshin that's probably going to be the name of the segment we'll give it one more week so we have about a, a 30 seconds left josh what are you doing this weekend
1: uh I have been for the last 16 weeks, it feels like. It's actually, only been about three, but I've been remodeling my bathroom. Oh, yeah. And so I'm going to go spend uh, a good amount of time back in the bathroom.
0: Excellent. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, that's not something you want to say every weekend, but if you're remodeling, that's good. If
1: any of you guys want to come help me out in the bathroom, you can. Go right ahead. Excellent. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, <laughs> Josh, have a great weekend. Hope you get that thing remodeled. And I hope Bethany forgives you. Listeners, thanks for sticking around. We're going to be back with another hour of live till five as we do each week here on khmg 88.1 fm harvest family radio barragada guam stick around for srn news and then another hour of live till five With another hour of live till five, it's 4:04 p.m. on this Friday, June 16th. Glad to have you with us today. Broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio, KHMG. You can follow us online at khmg.org. Listen to our live stream. Download the podcast. Two hours of this show in its entirety. Download it. Listen to it at your leisure. Also, a number of other great programs available for download there at khmg.org. Go ahead and check it out. Also, send us a note. Follow us on Facebook. Harvest Family Radio. Harvest Family. That's the uh, Latin. It's <laughs> Harvest Family Radio. Just look it up. Guam. And uh, you can't miss it. Follow us. Send us a little note. Some positive, constructive criticism. We, we appreciate that. We want to know what you think about this show and all the other things we put out there. Plus, if you follow us, you'll get the most the lightning updates every time we we upload a new podcast or we're doing something special chris will update the social media and uh you'll be the first to know about it actually so that's great now we still have chris the all-around good guy still searching for a better uh, nickname but that one's not a bad one sea bass and uh lair bear over here or uh uh spoiler alert and Moose. So, uh, don't this people is, this call it Nags? Nags, also. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes uh, that's how I might refer to your better half uh, when I haven't turned in my grades. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that might be more um, descriptive than the actual, you know, her actual nickname. So, I've, she's got a few nicknames. I, I've written down a few of them that you've said, but I'm not going to share those on the air right now. Yeah, it's probably best. We I'll will all be in that. trouble. I mean, I already, we're trying to upset only one spouse per week, and this week it was Bethany <laughs> yeah, Taylor, so also known succeeded. as Chunkers. Um, so, <laughs> so now Sebastian put together a little quiz, not realizing that Josh was going to come in with bells and whistles and, and yeah, you know literally. a whole huge segment, which was really a lot of fun. But it is summertime, and it is really hot outside. Sorry, and uh, the humidity is way up there. It's 87 degrees outside, according to my app. Here feels like 98 degrees, 72 percent humidity. So the humidity went down just a little bit in the last hour, and uh, so what about summer? Seabass? bass. Well, you
3: know what? Just wanted to throw to- throw together this pretty, you know, light quiz for us. Summertime, summer's light. You know, and just. Uh... So there's just some some stuff in here that's that's um, you know stuff you do in the summer. Random, Great, like some random stuff. But all right, so here we go. Um, I'll keep track of the you know the answers as usual. We'll start with Chris and go. Lawrence around.
0: won the last quiz with uh, Josh Taylor, so we're hoping to kind of have a little rebound here.
3: Yes. So question one: When did Jonathan Delong invent the beach ball? Uh, a 1953. B 1938. Or C, 1912.
2: I'm going to say C, 1912.
0: I'm thinking 1912. That's like a World's Fair type thing. Mm. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with 38. It was
4: a way to get people back to the beach after a couple mm. uh, rough years. Mm.
3: And Lawrence is correct. It was 1938. Oh. Wow. Right. It is correct. Yeah. Uh, no, no special facts about the it. The Chinese were
0: using bad. inflated glo- goat bladders like 500 years before that. But <laughs> they were. Just saying. Well, they I were. didn't ask
3: when the Chinese asked plastic was it oh, really. Okay. Uh, what was it
4: <laughs> made didn't. out of? Is it have? What was it made of? No. I don't know if plastics oh, yeah. were around. I guess they were, but yeah, not for a beach ball.
3: Question two, where was the first public beach in the USA established in 1895? We have A, Myrtle Beach in South South Carolina, B, Revere Beach in Revere, Massachusetts, (laughs)
2: Massachusetts, or Massachusetts, whichever you prefer. Massachusetts
3: is fine too. Uh, C, Miami Beach in Miami, Florida. 1885. 18, 1895. 1895. Well, Myrtle Beach, Revere Beach, or Miami Beach. And it's a
2: public beach. Oh wow, total guess, but Myrtle Beach.
3: Myrtle Beach.
4: I'd say Miami Beach. Miami Beach. I'm gonna stay with. I'm gonna go with Myrtle as well.
3: Myrtle Beach. You all are wrong. Sebastian gets the point. It's Revere Beach.
4: Wow. Yeah.
0: Mm. What are they doing going to the beach in Massachusetts? I've, I've been and it's uh, terrible. Uh, it's what? windy. It's Cold. Cold. In the hottest day of summer, the water's still like That's 49 I mean. degrees. They, that had to be an uh, they, have ploy. they have great white sharks. They have great white sharks and Portuguese man of wars you know and dirty water. don't you call dirty them up water. and ask them why they did that?
2: And, yeah. and same with Oregon coast. We would go to the Oregon coast, and, and I thought the beach was kind of like that. you know, mm-hmm. And you'd go there, and it'd be freezing. Yes. And you'd just want to die. Yes, it was right, horrible. right,
4: right. The beach does not always yeah. have the same 85 No. No, we're spoiled water. here. Yeah, we're spoiled here.
3: Bad. All right, now you can't have... Summer without like some ice cream, you know. It's nice to have. That's ice true. Cream to help cool oh, you off. So, what it. was the first ice cream flavor in the U.S.? A. Strawberry. B. Chocolate. C. Coffee. Or D. Vanilla.
2: I'm gonna go with chocolate. chocolate. I'm gonna go with strawberry. Strawberry. When hmm,
4: I'll go with vanilla.
3: But no, it's correct. I oh, thought Oh, was so obvious! obvious. So
0: I obvious! That. I thought it couldn't be that obvious. that's, <laughs> yes. what, that's what you that's call why, it. That's, that's why I, I try to. That's fool what you, you call guys. head fake to the left. You oh just yeah. head faked us to the left, I and did. then it's like I the most it. obvious path. You got us. It's
3: like this is very obvious. I so had to clever. trick him out well, Too okay. clever for your own. What good. was the hottest temperature ever recorded in the U.S.? A one hundred twenty-three degrees. B one hundred seventeen degrees. C 134 degrees or D 106 degrees
2: have to be in the high desert, right? Um, 136 is that a C or 134? 100, 134, it? Is it? 134 yeah. yeah. I'll try 134. I'll
0: go with the 123. Yeah, I agree with Jared. 123,
3: 123.
0: The correct answer is one
3: hundred thirty-four degrees. Whoa, Chris. and Death Valley, kinda. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah. yes. I'm going to talk about those
0: stats later on. Oh, I nice. have a whole list. I, I just hope, haven't read it I yet.
3: Hope our uh, information doesn't conflict.
0: No, I think I saw Death <laughs> Valley on there a lot. <laughs>
3: okay, good. All right. Um, all right. Uh, two more questions. What sport is the most often played during the summer? A. Soccer. B. Tennis. C. Swimming. Or D. Biking.
2: Most often played by whom? Like out
3: of those four, yeah, out out of those four, just the the most common activity, like just that.
0: Oh, swimming,
3: that that
2: people do. Swimming. Eh, How how in the world would people know that? That's it's impossible to know. But I'll go with soccer because I'm a fan of that. Yeah. Okay. So swimming,
4: soccer, cycling, cricket. What? Oh, (laughs) cycling, cycling, and tennis. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with cycling. Okay. I mean, you could
3: take in the revenue of like where, what places gain the most money, so, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, so well, but I, I think if, if that's
2: a way to measure it, it could be just a kid in the on the backyard. Isn't yeah. that what they're
4: talking about? I'm talking yeah. about people taking bike rides. So
0: what did Google say? Well, Google said biking. Whoa. <laughs> it makes sense if you I live north of the Mason Dixon line, on, you know, you, no. you need to be in, you can't, can't do it in, when it's bad weather. So no, you have to have warm weather. Not, yeah. You can't even
2: cycle in Alaska at that. all <laughs> except for during the summer. I'm very uh, skeptical of that. Type. I would have said swimming,
4: surfing. but I just am trying to be different. So so right. far it's gotten me well, three points, one last so I'm question. pretty happy about Sebastian's
0: that. Sebastian's actually winning this quiz. What? What? Yeah, I, I have three. Sebastian and Google. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, one last question. It's actually yes or no. So um, oh. here we go. Yes or no. Does the earth produce more oxygen in the summer or does it produce more oxygen in the spring? Um, the uh, wait, wait, wait. I worded that wrong. Just say summer oxygen. or spring. Uh, we'll do it that summer way. Summer yeah. or spring. I, I don't know how to word questions. More,
0: correctly. more oxygen in summer or spring. Yeah, wh- where, where? This is very interesting because it's always the same. It, it, you know, there's always a summer and a winter, and then there's always a spring and a fall. But so okay, so I see 21%. what you're saying. So it's either summer, winter, or spring, spring, fall. And, is what and you're saying. my
3: hint is it kind of has to do with the trees. So yes, I w- I would think it's the
2: i think it's summer the,
0: i think i'd say it's the spring fall i think it's summer i think it's summer when the trees are full are but full then you bloom. also have winter so half of the world is in winter while half the world's in summer so only half the world's producing as much whereas fall spring Well, the say whole world. when it
3: hits summer that time of the world will it produce more oxygen there than in well, springtime i think spring okay correct answer is summer Oh, Since again, Lawrence, another Lawrence obvious right. head Lawrence fake to the right. left. Since he got trees. me twice. <laughs> trees are usually fully bloomed in summer.
2: They can produce more oxygen. All so. right. I'm Lawrence sorry, this won. a quick. No, know, that's good. Hey. There was too many people you know out riding bikes at that time. That's right. Breathing well, in the Well, and our whole fact-checking <laughs> team
0: has been on vacation and stuff, so yeah. Yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. all yeah. right. Our whole fact-checking Yes, team. all of them. All of them. George and Billy Joe Jimbo, Sarah. <laughs> um it's four fourteen on this friday june 16th and a lot has happened on june 16th in history so much lawrence anything good happened on june 16th in the past i appreciate your positive introductions every well, week you know i'm just session. trying to set you up my for us it's like a slow and what smooth happened? literally everybody
4: pitch. just got in the car and went to kmart so <laughs> it's okay um I, I do enjoy my segment. We
0: target I, those people, actually. Uh, yeah. n- no pun intended, target Kmart. But we, we it's, <laughs> that's a Freudian slip, but uh, we want people on their way to Kmart to listen we to do.
4: us. We do, and sometimes we even leave a cliffhanger, too. That's right. I don't do a whole lot of that, but um, but it has happened in the mm-hmm. show before. Um, Battle of Ligny, French army under Napoleon, beats Prussia in 1815. Uh, that's good this is news. After, that's good it news. It is really good news. <laughs> Everybody's a Prussian. Napoleon fan. Um, this is after he had been at Elba Uh, Elba, I guess, the island of Elba, and uh, this is after he had come back, and uh, it is actually very shortly before he goes to, uh, is exiled to the island of St. Helena. Um, But anyways, Napoleon's out there. 1858, Abraham Lincoln says, a house divided against itself cannot stand. Mm, That's good news. Accepting Illinois' Republican Party's nomination for the Senate. Um, This again, he'll be elected president two years later. Uh, I guess he will start serving in 1861, but 1860 election, um, and uh, so very, very difficult times, and he was referring to the South's Secession, um, that's not easy to say, uh, South Secession, uh, within a, a year or two before that. Um, 1864, Union General Ulysses S. Grant began siege of Petersburg, Virginia. Uh, here, this is now at the end of the war in 1864, it will end in a few months, and uh Grant was uh, the general to do so. Does anybody know how many generals there were in the North? Seven. There were se- Wow, Sebastian, you just whipped that out of nowhere. Oh, yes. There were seven. Was that in a movie you saw? There I were maybe. seven. <laughs> it's actually six different men, but one man served at two different times. Ah. Basically, he was like, well, he's no good. Let me get this guy. Okay, he's better than him, so let me bring you was back. Was that McClellan? Uh, maybe George McClellan. I don't know. Ambrose Burnside was one, <laughs> and uh, obviously Grant's the last... There were how many South generals? Does anybody know that? <laughs>
0: Fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I'm just saying yeah, it. Stonewall Jackson, Robert E. Lee. Uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I was going to say. I can't think of any other. Stonewall Jackson. You, you would think if there was another one, you would have heard about it because the South are very proud of their um, military it. figures. Robert E. Lee was, was the guy to, to basically finish down there. It wasn't really his fault that they
4: lost. He was probably the best general of all of them. Um, Stonewall Jackson, you know how he died? Yes. Off.
0: No. Shot. Well, he did Sorry. eventually fall off his horse, I'm sure. But he was shot by his own men. He was. Coming yeah. back from patrol. He was. Mistaken. Uh, he was just fire. out there alone,
4: and they thought he was a spy, and they yep. shot him and killed their own general.
0: Probably out there praying, from what I've
4: heard about Stonewall yeah, Jackson. Possibly. 1903. <laughs> we just got. Really, just side. Yes, None there of you that go. was today. Thanks for except, bringing us back to the good except news. Except for the siege. Yeah, there you except go. for the siege. <laughs> 1903, Ford Motors under Henry Ford incorporates. That's uh, good news. So that is big. That is really big. Um, <laughs> 1903, uh, Roald, R O A L D, Roald, R-O-A-L-D, Roald uh, Amundsen, Commandments,
0: Edmundsen.
4: Yes, 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 yes. Amundsen. Commences the first east-west navigation of the Northwest Passage by leaving Oslo, Norway. Mm. Um, so yeah, you can see him in a big fur jacket here. I have a picture of him. Um, yeah, but, did, I
0: think he was one of the guys that traversed to the North Pole, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Yeah, so, he yeah. was.
4: He was one of those northern uh, explorers. Yep.
0: 1908, the Republican Party convenes in
4: Chicago, where President Theodore Roosevelt picks William Howard Taft as his successor. Oh boy! And um, this is all ramping up to World War One before. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilson takes over. 1909, Jim Thorpe makes his pro baseball pitching debut for Rocky Mount. Uh, With a 4-2 win, this will cause him to forfeit his Olympic medals. Crazy.
0: I don't really know what those... uh He violated what they say is because he got paid a little bit to play baseball, he violated the amateur code, which was a big deal in the Olympics at that time. until I believe the 1990s, that was lifted. Yes. And Uh, they reinstated his uh, medals posthumously, I believe, to his grandchildren. Oh, no kidding. He was a Native American from Oklahoma, I believe it's Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. I know who he is. He played pro baseball, pro football. He won gold in the Olympics and uh i believe he also won some swimming competitions or something like that set a couple world records he was a he's just a, a all around uh super athlete but when they stripped him of his medals it was very uh demoralizing for him i'm sure
2: oddly enough his nickname was chunkers as well oh yeah I yeah heard. sure what? sure oh yeah. it, i don't think be. chris is
4: lying it, it really is no because <laughs> i would have liked that to be chris doesn't fact. lie <laughs> no, you know jim thorpe you know a ripped american athlete <laughs> no. uh, yeah uh, no. chunkers you know <laughs> no he um that that's why the movie like miracle is uh is so uh, is such a special story is because it was a bunch of amateurs college guys yep. playing yep. against the russian pros yeah uh, 1963, Valentina ooh, Tereshkova uh, is from the Russia, USSR, is the first woman in space aboard the Vostok 6. Mm. So in 1963, uh, this is the same, obviously, the same decade that they will put somebody on the moon. Um, we won't have a conversation about that right now. Um, but this obviously is the space race started in 1957 with Sputnik and uh, will continue on for about and 15 from, years. from
2: then on, people said they can put a man on a moon, yep. but they can't. Yep. Yeah, and they if we can put a man on the moon. <laughs> yeah. They can't this and why can't, that. can't they, you know, do exactly. whatever. It is. I've heard that here. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh nineteen seventy nine Carl Yastrzemski hits his one thousandth extra base hit. Isn't he uh wasn't he friends with uh the guy that came out here? Bernie Carbo. Yeah. Yes. He talked about him a little bit. Yep. Did he not? Yep. Yeah, Bernie Carbo was out here a little while ago. Well, uh, now about four or five years ago. Five years, yeah. I would say. Um and I think For our end, you know, positive note because we we've had some rough finishes here. Um, We (laughs) just send people into
0: like a tropical depression for the weekend. We do to do that. We do.
4: (laughs) Philadelphia is the first U.S. state to pass a tax on sweetened drinks.
2: But Philadelphia is a city. It is. Yes.
4: So I'm just reading my note here. So that's it does odd. say Philadelphia is the first U.S. state, so maybe ah, they meant Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania perhaps? Pennsylvania. For
2: sweetened drinks? But I guess that's, that's just
0: last year. That's good news for you know parents of children with cavities, so I could see it's that. It's not that's so good.
2: good news for the, the soda manufacturers. Yeah, and the dentists day, that make so much money filling Here's a couple cavities.
0: other. Uh, Coca-Cola begins business in Myanmar after 60 uh, years. Speaking of, they just moved their business from Pennsylvania to Myanmar. What? Those Burmese folks, they love Coke. No kidding. <laughs> that's huge.
4: Wow. It's I'm just really putting two and two together here. <laughs> 2015, 69th NBA championship, Golden State Warriors beat Cleveland four games to two. That was two years ago, and they just beat them four games to that's, one,
0: uh, what, two, three, four days that's ago That's good now. news if you're from California. Awesome. Hey, great. Yeah, Thanks you know. Thanks a lot, Lawrence. I mean, we try to keep it Appreciate positive that. here. Yes, a way to end on, on a highlight yeah. instead of a, a low and, point. So yeah. and sweetened drinks. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, Lawrence, have a great weekend. Listeners, stick around. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, a little more Live Till 5, including the news with all-around good guy, Chris Harper, also station manager, and some of our topic of the day, summertime and skin cancer. Stick around. More Live Till 5 after this. with a little more live till 5, four twenty-seven p.m. on this Friday, June 16th. Did you know that if you ever missed the show or miss part of the show, you want to listen to it on Saturdays from noon to 2, Sunday nights from 7 to 9 p.m., we put it out there for you so you can listen to the entire show as if we were rebroadcasting it live. It's actually a rebroadcast of the live show. Noon to two Saturdays, 7 to 9 p.m. Catch us on the Rebound Sunday night, 7 to 9, noon to two Saturday. Or download the podcast to our website, khmg.org. Let us know you're listening through our Facebook page, Harvest Family Radio, Guam. We love to know that people are listening. And we don't have any electronic device to know that people are listening to the radios. We can tell if people are listening online, but we can't tell if people are listening on the radio. So we love to get that anecdotal feedback from you so that we can know how we're reaching out. Not just this program. This is the lightest of all programs here on Harvest Family Radio, but uh, all our other programs as well that we produce. And those are uploaded to our website, khmg.org. You can download those podcasts as well. Now I have with me in studio, still faithfully hanging in there, enduring some of the lightheartedness that we've had uh, in the last hour and a half. Uh, Chris Harper, all around good guy and station manager of Harvest Family Radio. When I talk about the biz, this guy has been in the biz. He's the boss of the biz. Hey, you're the biz boss. New nickname just came just just kind of wow, appeared out of nowhere, the biz boss, the boss of biz. We'll we'll keep working on that one doesn't it's a little bit too much onomatopoeia i got to figure out how to how to get that to ring better anyway is that how they come up with nicknames in the biz they just start saying stuff i
2: don't know i mean i i'm not (laughs) sure about the nickname uh protocols okay
0: all right well you know we're gonna we're gonna write a book about it and make millions 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 okay well what's happening in the news chris
2: Well, uh, these aren't necessarily lighthearted stories. This is one that you may have heard on SRN News at the top of the hour. Um, They've been reporting on this. An American university student who was returned to the United States this week after being held in North Korea for 17 months, has a severe brain injury, and is in a state of, quote, unresponsive wakefulness, doctor said on Thursday. Otto Warmbier, 22, who arrived in the United States on Tuesday, is stable, but shows no signs of understanding language, responding to verbal commands, or awareness of his surrounding. Warmbier, from Wyoming, Ohio, has been in a coma since March of 2016, shortly after he was sentenced to 15 years of hard labor in North Korea. He was arrested for trying to steal an item bearing a propaganda slogan, North Korean media reported. He was visiting North Korea with a tour group. On Thursday, North Korea said that it had released warm beer on, quote, humanitarian grounds. A federal judge sounded skeptical of a new Indiana abortion law Tuesday while hearing a request to block parts of the law that will make it tougher for girls under age 18 to get an abortion without their parents' knowledge. U.S. District Court Judge Sarah Evans Barker heard arguments on a preliminary injunction being sought by Planned Parenthood of Indiana and Kentucky and the American Civil Liberties Union of Indiana. The groups sued Indiana officials on May 18th, seeking to block some provisions in the new law, saying they would create a, quote, unconstitutional undue burden on unemancipated minors. Under existing Indiana law, girls younger than 18 must either get their parents' consent to have an abortion or seek permission from a judge. But the new law would require the judge, considering that request, to also weigh whether the girl's parents should receive notification of her pursuit of the so-called judicial bypass, regardless of the decision on abortion itself. Now, get a load of that last paragraph. Uh, that says that all that would have to happen is the judge would have to consider and also weigh whether or not the parents should receive notification. Just wow. consider it. Wow. Not be required, but consider. Um, I can make a lot of editorial comments on yes. this, which I won't. The We talked about this story a little bit. The leader of Britain's House of Commons says the state opening of Parliament will take place on June 21st. The announcement by Andrea Leadsom suggests that Prime Minister Theresa May and the Northern Ireland-based Democratic Unionist Party, or DUP, have struck an agreement or are close to one. Now, if you're not familiar with what's going on here, Theresa May called a special election early and she lost... Her majority, conservative party majority, tactical in error, tactical major error. tactical error, and is trying to form a government. She's already asked the Queen to form a government, been granted that authority, um, and they just needed, I think they needed twelve, ten or twelve more seats in order to form a majority. So they've asked the DUP to collaborate with them to perform uh, to to form a government. So May is holding talks Thursday with other Northern Ireland political parties amid warnings. The expected DUP deal will undermine the peace process. May needs the support of the DUP to govern after a disastrous election result in which she lost her parliamentary majority, which we mentioned. The opening was set to take place on Monday, but was delayed amid these negotiations. The reason this is important because it uh, uh, Britain is one of the most stable um democracies in europe especially from a financial perspective and uh, this uh, brings a little destabilization there which would not help the european project uh, they're they're also pulling out of the european union so there's a lot at stake here apple incorporated is concentrating on technology for self-driving cars chief executive tim cook said For the first time in an interview with Bloomberg, the company is focusing on autonomous systems, Cook told Bloomberg on June 5th. We're not really saying from a product point of view what we'll do. It's a core technology that we view is very important, Cook said in the interview. A late entrant to the self-driving car race, Apple secured a permit in April to test autonomous vehicles in California and has recruited dozens of auto experts regarding this project so all signs point to cars with no drivers on the roads very very soon wow
0: that is that is in the news so much uh i don't think that's going away it's not i think there will be driverless cars you know in the future there are so many of the big players amazon google uh tesla a number of competitors out there some foreign competitors as well so, it's just a matter of time. it be a very interesting, interesting development. So, thanks a lot, Chris, for uh, sharing the news with us. And uh, welcome back from vacation as yes, well. Yes, thank you. So, and uh, hope you have a great weekend. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I have the topic of the day, which is summertime. And I do want to also give you some tips on how to prevent skin cancer, or at least protect yourself from the leading causes of skin cancer. And I want to talk a little bit about Flag Day as well, which was just two days ago. So stick around. My name's Jared Baldwin. I'm the host of Live Till 5. It's Friday, June 16th, 4.35 p.m. If you're listening live, more Live Till 5 after this short break. And we're back with a little more live till 5, 4.39 p.m. on Friday, June 16th, if you're listening live. Flag Day was two days ago. Flag Day 2017. Here's a few history and facts from the New Jersey Real-Time News from June 14th, Flag Day. What is Flag Day? Flag Day is celebrated on June 14th, marking the adoption of the American flag by the Continental Congress in the first flag act of June 14th. 1777, the act declared that the new flag would have 13 stripes, alternate red and white, that the union would be 13 stars, white in a blue field, representing a new constellation. The next federal holiday, of course, is Independence Day, July 4th, but is Flag Day a federal holiday? Let me take a little survey right now in the listening audience. Raise your hand if you believe Flag Day is a federal holiday. Okay, put your hands down. Raise your hand if you think Flag Day is not a federal holiday. Raise your hand. Okay. No. Though Flag Day is observed nationwide, it is not a federal holiday. Pennsylvania is the only state to establish June 14th as a state holiday for Flag Day. New York also designates the second Sunday in June every year as a state holiday for Flag Day. 1916 President Woodrow Wilson issued a proclamation officially establishing June 14th as Flag Day with actual legislation signed by President Harry Truman in 1949 proclaiming June 14th as Flag Day. Nonetheless, Despite repeated attempts by advocates, Flag Day is never officially established as a federal holiday. Why not? Well, Flag Day was left out of the 1968 Uniform Holiday Act, which established the 11 official federal holidays and three-day weekend holidays we celebrate today. And uh, so, yeah, they just didn't make the cut. Who came up with the idea of Flag Day as a holiday to begin with? Uh, let's see here. The idea to commemorate the nation's flag dates back to June 1886 by Bernard Seagrand, who proposed that it be observed each year. He wrote an article titled The 14th of June in the old Chicago Argus newspaper. Today, Seagrand is generally regarded as the father of Flag Day due to his tireless advocation to establish an annual observance for the nation's flag. Businesses are not closed on Flag Day. Banks are not closed. U.S. Postal Service is only closed on federal holidays, which we already said this is not what does the American flag symbolize, and what do the colors mean? Well, here's a little trivia. Or it's not even trivia. This is important. Trivia would mean kind of like meaningless information, like most of what I talk about. This is serious. The American flag has 13 stripes, representing the 13 colonies, and 50 stars, representing all the 50 states of the Union. However, when the official flag was adopted in 1777, the colors red, white, and blue did not have any specific meaning. However, the colors in the country's great seal, created a year earlier, did. Red represented hardiness and valor. White represented purity. Blue represented vigilance and justice. What are some of the other names of the American flag? Do you know? How about Old Glory, the Star-Spangled Banner, the Red, White, and Blue, and the Stars and Stripes? So there you go. That's a little information about Flag Day, which is two days ago. Uh, In the States, if you go into like a patriotic part of town. People have American flags out. When we lived in New Hampshire, uh, our church was responsible for putting out flags all along the main street of Dublin, New Hampshire. And so I would uh, put out all the flags. I thought we had like 70-something full-size flags, which was really a neat little tradition. And uh, did you know that the according to Mental Floss, history of fun facts about the U.S. flag, the first flag was commissioned with a payment of three strings of wampum? Yes, also, Betsy Ross might not be as tied to the flag as you thought, and there's a little article about that. The flag has always had 13 stripes, except for when it didn't. Upon welcoming Vermont, Kentucky, states 14 15, into the Union, the new version of the flag was created, had 15 stars and 15 stripes. And the U.S. continued to add new states. There were, they were concerned about having to continually add additional stripes. The solution was to revert back to the 13, representing the original 13 colonies. Uh, Let's see. Some of the star fields have been pretty strange looking. For example, 1818, conventions concerning the number of stars and stripes were cemented and remain in place today. However, one thing remained uncodified, the star layout. With this lack of official guidelines, some designers got creative. And so uh, there are a number of different ways. The 26 star flag, which the stars actually look like a star. The Fort Sumter flag, it looks like a a fort. Uh, The star concentric creation also. Uh, Let's see here. The Dakotas threw off the star design plan. The 50-star pattern was created by a high school student. The 50-star flag is the first one to have lasted 50 years. The actual flag that inspired the Star-Spangled Banner still exists. A snippet of that flag sold at auction in 2011 for $38,000. Even if it had, let's see, the bill to allow the burning of, to ban the burning of flags Failed in 2006, but even if it passed, burning the flag um, is okay if you are destroying a flag, disposing of a flag in a dignified manner according to the U.S. flag code. That is the only time you should burn a flag is when you're disposing of it according to the U.S. flag code. And then finally, of the six flags planted on the moon, five of them are still standing. I assume they can see those uh, with with a high-powered telescope. So it is summertime. I want to talk a little bit about something. It's not a very cheery subject, but I think it's very important for us to talk about. And I'm going to share this at the very end of the show, but I want you to stay tuned because we're going to talk about skin cancer prevention tips. And uh, before I talk about that, I'll save that for the very last. But did you know that melanoma, which is part of skin cancer, 1% of all cancer cases is melanoma? And in 2017, it's estimated there will be 87,110 new cases of melanoma in the U.S. alone and 9,730 deaths from the disease in the U.S. Uh, Let's see. 200% increase since 1973. The incidence rate of melanoma has doubled since 1973. The U.S. has experienced a dramatic increase in the number of melanoma cases over the past few decades. The incidence of melanoma has increased 15 times over the last 40 years. It is a more rapid increase than for any other cancer in the UK. Similar increase in incidence has been seen. The five year survival rate has increased. It is a very common cancer. As a matter of fact, it is the third most common cancer among women, 20 to 39, and the second most common cancer in men, 20 to 39. In the US, melanoma is currently the fifth most common cancer in men and the sixth most common cancer in women of all age groups. The world's highest risk countries, for example, the world's highest incidence of melanoma is Australia and New Zealand, more than twice as high as North America. This may be due to how close these countries are to the equator, their greater reduced ozone layer, and the population of mostly fair-skinned people. Because of Australia's extensive skin cancer screening program, there has been a decrease in the average tumor depth at the time of diagnosis. About 132,000 new cases of melanoma are diagnosed worldwide each year, according to the World Health Organization. Likelihood of getting melanoma? Well, it's most commonly diagnosed in non-Hispanic whites, one for every 100,000 in African-Americans, five, let's see, one per 100,000 African-Americans, five and 100,000 in Hispanics, 26 Out of 100,000 in non-Hispanic whites, incident rates are higher in women than men before the age of 50, but by 65, rates in men double those in women. By age 80, they are triple. 10% of all people with melanoma have a family history of it. So that's melanoma and skin cancer. We'll talk about that a little more at the end with some prevention tips, but it is summertime. Interesting facts about summer, and then we'll take a short break. We have some interesting facts about summer here. Uh, For example, the word summer, by the way, it's like 87 degrees outside and the heat index here uh, on Guam is about 97, just so you know, 74% humidity right now. The word summer from the Proto-Indo-European root Sam, meaning uh, summer, the root Sam is a variant of the Proto-Indo-European word *sem*, which means together or one. The dog days of summer refer to the weeks between July 3rd and August 11th are named after the dog star Sirius in the Canis Major Constellation. The ancient Greeks blamed Sirius for the hot temperatures, drought, discomfort, and sickness that occurred during the summer. Uh, Summer is by far the busiest times at movie theaters. Hollywood always hopes to earn a significant portion of total annual ticket sales through the summer blockbuster months. In the U.S., over $650 people, uh, 650 million long-distance summer trips are made, and that doesn't include how many people per trip. United States' top five most popular summer vacations, number one, beach or ocean, 45%, two, a famous city, 42%, three, a national park, 21%, four, a lake, 17%, and five, a resort, 14%. What kind would you choose out of those? If you had a choice, would you go to the beach or ocean, a famous city, a national park, a lake, or a resort. I think uh, my wife would choose a resort. Top five most popular summer vacation activities. Well, shopping is number one at 54%. Visiting historical sites, number two at 49%. Swimming or water sports, 49%. Going to a park or national park, 46%. And sightseeing tours, 46%. Did you know this is just a random fact. In the summer heat, the iron in France's Eiffel Tower expands, making the tower grow more than six inches. That is amazing. The month of June was named after either Juniors, the lower branch of the Roman Senate, or Juno, the wife of Jupiter. Let's see here. Uh, And then August, of course, is named after Julius Caesar's adopted nephew, Gaius Julius Caesar Octavius, who held the title Augustus. He named the month after himself. That's a little vain, of course. Both the equinox and solstice refer to the path of the sun through the year. During the solstice, the sun is either at its northernmost point, the Tropic of Cancer, or its southernmost point, the Tropic of Capricorn. An equinox is either... One of those two days in which the sun crosses the equator and both day and night are equally long. We're coming up on that in a few days here on Guam. The word solstice is from the Latin solstitium, which is from sol, sun, and sitium, stop, because it seems as if the sun stops at the solstice. Let's see here. In the northern hemisphere, summer solstice occurs sometime between June 20th and June 22nd, and between December 20th and December 23rd in the southern hemisphere. Scientists argue that summer babies are significantly more likely to suffer from mood swings than babies born in other seasons. That's very interesting. Let's see here. Uh, around the summer solstice, some Christians celebrate St. John's Eve, which marks the birth of John the Baptist. Supposedly, was born six months before Christ and was traditionally considered to be around December 24th. The word season is from the old French season which means sowing or planting or seed time. Let's see. Uh, I'm just looking through this list here. Uh, Warmer weather causes certain diseases to peak, like valley fever, West Nile, Lyme disease, and food poisoning. Hmm. The first Olympic Games in modern era were the 19th. 1896 Summer Olympics, officially known as the Games of the First Olympiad in Athens, Greece. The Games featured the Panathinaikos Stadium, the first giant stadium of the modern world that housed the largest crowd that ever watched a sporting event. I think that was at that time. Let's see here. According to custom, in the United States, a person can wear pants can wear white pants only during the summer between Memorial Day and Labor Day. So it's not classy to wear white pants guys or ladies after Labor Day or before Memorial Day. A ubiquitous summer treat is watermelon. Watermelon is part of the cucumber, pumpkin, and squash family. Consists 92% water. On average, Americans consume 15 pounds of watermelon annually. That's per person that eats watermelon. That's a lot of watermelon. Wow. Well, a lot of summer facts, and uh, hopefully you're going to make some good memories this summer, and you're going to enjoy your summertime. We're going to be with you throughout the summer here on Live Till 5, so I'm not going anywhere. Might uh, let Lawrence or Sebastian come in and step in and kind of take over for for a Friday, but uh, really enjoy being with you on Fridays from 3 to 5. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. It's 4.53 p.m. We're going to take a very short break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up with some tips on how to Prevent Skin Cancer. So more Live Till 5 after this short break.
2: Walk with me Lord God walk with me Walk with me Lord God walk with me While I'm on this old just journey. I want Jesus to walk with me.
0: And we're hand, back with the last few minutes of Live Till Five. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. This is from the National hand, Council on Skin Cancer Prevention. Skin hand, Cancer Prevention Tips. Do not burn or tan, avoid intentional tanning, and avoid tanning beds. Ultraviolet light from the sun and tanning beds causes skin cancer and wrinkling. Seek shade when sun's rays are at the strongest between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Seek shade. Wear protective clothing like long-sleeved shirts and pants, wide-brimmed hats, and sunglasses. Generously apply sunscreen. Use a broad spectrum of sunscreen with sun protection factor SPF of 30 or higher for protection from UVA rays and UVB radiation. Apply 15 minutes before going outdoors and reapply every two hours. Use caution near water, snow, which isn't an issue here, and sand. These surfaces reflect the damaging rays of the sun and can increase your chance of sunburn. Get vitamin D safely through a healthy diet. Take vitamin supplements. Early detection of melanoma can save your life. Carefully examine all your skin once a month. Newer changing spots should be evaluated. Interesting fact. In 2006, in the 116 largest, most populous US cities, there were on average more tanning salons than there were Starbucks coffee shops. So interesting how time has changed and now you can't hardly find a tanning tanning salon anymore. but back in the day, remember you could get like five tans for 20 bucks. I never went. I always thought about going, but I'm glad I didn't, especially after reading these skin tans, cancer prevention tips. you can look this up at the National Council. On skin cancer prevention. We want to keep you safe and healthy. And uh, speaking of health, your spiritual health, make sure that you are in church this weekend and that you are worshiping God in a church where they have you open the Bible, where they preach the Word. We have one here. Harvest Baptist Church is a great church if you don't have a church home If you have a church home, be faithful to that church. If they're preaching the word and they're sharing with you what God's word says and they're challenging you to grow in your spiritual life, then uh, be faithful to that ministry and go not just to receive a blessing, but to be a blessing. Be looking for people that need encouragement. Be looking for ways that you can serve. You know what? God has given every Christian spiritual gifts that are intended not to be wasted, not to be unopened, but to be opened and used for the strengthening of the body of Christ. And I hope you do that this weekend. That will give you great spiritual health. Well, that's all we have for today, the fastest two hours of my week, live till five. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. This is episode 220, listening live on Friday afternoon, June 16th, rebroadcasting Saturday, noon to two, Sunday night, seven to nine p.m. Find the podcast on khmg.org. So glad you're with us. You're listening on KHMG, 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata Guam. Have a great weekend.